When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 107.1. This is your place for entertainment. And we all love our Bradley trainer and his love oh, for... Yeah, we do. You. And wow, your passion. What a nice passion. way to start your, off the hour. He has a real passion <laughs> for... <laughs> Produce, mm. don't you? Fresh vegetables, yeah. Fruits and so we have a special guest. Yeah, I'm very excited. So I was reading, and many of you listeners probably saw the headlines about a brand new apple that's coming our way, thanks to uh, the University of Minnesota. Maybe you even heard that it's called Kudos. Well, as I was reading the description, Dawn, it said eating the Kudos apple, according to our next guest, is like having a crunchy juicy tropical party in your mouth and i thought i need to know more and most importantly when i can get my hands on this damn apple greedy you guys minnesota apple breeder no i just love apples don (laughs) uh minnesota apple breeder david bedford is joining us from the university of minnesota david thanks for being with us today well, good morning. My pleasure. Always fun to talk about apples for me. Oh, yeah. Yes. Well, you're not alone. And I get that maybe it's not everybody's favorite thing to talk about, but you made it sound so fascinating. Tell us, um, <laughs> well, where do we want to begin with the kudos? Tell us how we got here. It's. It sounds like it's a baby yeah. of another Minnesota favorite apple. Well, it is actually two favorite apples. Um, this uh, all began, well, first of all, our breeding program began 115 years ago. So oh, wow. it was all about uh, developing varieties that would grow in this climate, most particularly to survive our winters here. And in fact, all the other apples that you see in the grocery store, whether they're Gala, Braeburn, Fuji, all those will not live in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So uh, we had to start our own breeding program. And since uh, since 1907, we've introduced 29 different apple varieties. And the newest one, Kudos, is number 29. And uh, we started on that one 22 years ago. The cross was made between Honeycrisp, which I hope everybody knows by now. Of course. And, uh, <laughs> and then the other parent was Zestar, which is another Minnesota variety. Maybe not quite as widely known, but a favorite uh, among people that know it. So the idea was to get the best of both parents, like we always hope we will, whether they're <laughs> apples or our children. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> in this case, I, I think we got a nice, uh, nice bit from each parent. 
Well, and I have to say, like you said, a lot of people may not know the Death Star Dawn, and you kind of wrinkled your nose I like you've not he said heard of that. Death Star, not Death Star. That's it. That, that's not an apple. <laughs> Can you please make a Death but, Star apple? That would be hilarious. I will tell uh. you, the Zest Star <laughs> apple is truly amazing, and if you can it? find it, it, like farmers markets will have it a lot. It's a great baking apple. It also tastes great. But um, these yeah. two then had a baby, so these amazing two apples brought us to the kudos what does the kudos i mean you said it tastes like a crunchy juicy tropical party in your mouth what are some of the other attributes of this apple yes well i mean the first thing we're looking for in our breeding program once we developed honeycrisp then that became the bar for texture and uh, Mm. you know there's a lot of apples out there with okay textures you know gala fuji brayburn they're just okay, but you know we're looking for something that's exciting. And so, if you're talking about exciting, you've got to be looking at Honeycrisp texture. You've got to be looking at juicy, crunchy. That has to be a little bit of an explosion in your mouth when you bite into them. So, that's the goal there, and we do get some of that with the kudos. And then the second half of it, our important breeding is the flavor. And you know, a lot of apples are just kind of sweet, okay. Uh, a little bit of sugar water, you know, Kool-Aid, nothing exciting. But again, we're looking for something that stimulates your <clears throat> your taste buds. And uh, so in this case, when the fruit is fully ripe, and, and I'll say we don't get it in every fruit every day, but when it's fully ripe, we get almost a little, <coughs> excuse me, tropical, almost a little Hawaiian punch, you know, oh. hard to say exactly what that is, but there's just a little something extra. But not in every apple, not every day, but it's there. And, ah. uh, so if you get it at the right one, the right time, I think you'll uh, see it. But even when you don't get the tropical, it's a b- very nice balance of, of, of sweet and tart. So what you're saying from, let me just try to repeat what you said here. You use the texture from the Honeycrisp and the unique flavor of the Zestar and put those together. And that's what you have. <laughs> Well, yes, no. although with Kudos. breeding, we don't get to just choose so specifically. We oh, can't sure. say, I'm going to take your texture. It's kind of like our children. You know, you wish they would get our winning personality, but maybe <laughs> not our, you know, yes. propensity for oh. body odor or something. I, I don't know what the <laughs> right. problems are that you don't want to pass on. But, <laughs> right. uh, you know, you're, you can't really control it. So yeah. you make uh, in breeding, we make a lot of crosses. We hope that one of those children will get the right combination. And in fact, in breeding, only one out of 10,000 of the uh, crosses, the trees we generate, is good enough to get released. (gasps) Wow. So that gives you a little sense of how hard it is to find just the right combination. But when we find it, we release it, we give it a name, and then we share it with the public. Wow. David, there is a little downside. Uh, Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Finish finish what you were going to say. Yeah, yeah. After all this uh, up talk and how good the apple is and whatnot, there is a little downside, and you're not going to like this, but uh, there won't be any fruit for probably three to four years for the consumer. That's exactly uh, because, what I was going to ask you about was the okay. timing. So when are, when are we getting yeah. our lips around a kudos? Oh, boy. Yeah. Probably three to four years. I mean, the the announcement now signifies the fact that the orchards uh, have trees available for planting. So they're they're putting those trees in this year, next year, and so on. But each of those trees takes three to four years to come into bearing. So 
we've got a little time to sit on our hands and, and, and wonder how good it will be. But uh, we want to at least make you aware of it. So when the time comes, uh, it, it will ring a bell with you, hopefully. Of course. Uh, so who is your biggest competition? Like, who's out there What of the apple breeders? Is there another university that you're, like, <laughs> head, and, head and head with? Just like, ooh, uh, those well, darn people from <laughs> Iowa or, or something like that. Yeah, well, that, that could be competition. But in this case, there's only two other apple breeding programs in the U.S. Oh. And we're on good terms with them. But uh, the, the, the first one that would be east of us would be in New York, and that's Cornell University. Oh. And they have a reasonably new variety out. But guess what? Uh, Honeycrisp is one of the parents of that one, too. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah. uh, yes, we're competition, but they're, <laughs> they're using our germplasm. And then we have another uh, university program out in Washington, mm-hmm. Washington State University. They have a big release that they pushed maybe three or four years ago. Lots of trees planted. And guess what? One of the parents of that is a Honeycrisp, honey too. Yep. Oh, and is that the cosmic? Gosh. Is that the cosmic crisp? That's Cosmic Crisp. Oh, that's right. my gosh. Yeah. I will tell you, like, I don't want to pick favorites, but that's a pretty darn good apple that, um, to your point, like, this is a process. And what I've what I've noticed over the last couple of years is there's been increasingly more supply of that Cosmic Crisp apple, which does share some parentage uh, from our, our very own uh, honey crisp. Th- that's yeah. kind of the same process you're talking about with kudos that it'll start slowly. And then over time, hopefully we'll actually see this not just at a farmer's market, but uh, at retailers yeah. as well. Yeah, absolutely. They they have a head start because they started planting their trees. Actually, it's probably been six years ago now. So now that supply is, is starting to build up and, and come into the market. So yeah, that's exactly the same uh, program that we're on, they're just uh, five or six years ahead of us. Okay. Well, we're excited, and if there's anything we can do to, uh, you know, we're spread the pushers, word. basically. I, uh, I'm all here for it, and I know <laughs> yes. Dawn is too. David, thank you so much thank for you. being with us. Yeah, and, well, my and pleasure. Anytime you need us to try apples, you just let us know. <laughs> okay, good thank to you. know. Thank, thank you. you. Yes. That's David Bedford again from the University of Minnesota. He's an apple breeder and uh, part of the team that brought that brand new apple kudos to uh to life i can't wait really to try fascinating it. i'll have to wait though have you I, I need to bring you in a zestar so i use those a lot for like you know pies and uh preserves and things so i would love to have it's a real good apple you brought me some sourdough this week and I now did. i get did an you have apple it? i did it's so good and, oh good you oh liked my it? gosh oh my gosh well we'll have to save that for tomorrow i'll tell you why it's good oh you're going to tell me why it's good? Well, you know, right. I watch a lot of Bake Off, and so I know what bread's supposed to be like. Oh, all right. Well, uh, Don will weigh in on the quality of my bread <laughs> yeah. tomorrow on the show. I know you guys are titillated and can't wait to hear that. But when we come back, here are the adventures of Bradley and Don. Turns out Brittany's knives, you guys, were real. Why? Well, because it looks like she might have hurt herself and allegedly. Somebody else. We'll tell you all about it when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Hey guys, Bradley here with great news from my friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas. Not only do select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of up to $1,200, but you can save even more money with rebates on Duet Honeycomb shades with PowerView Automation. Get a $150 rebate when you buy four Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb shades with PowerView Automation and receive a $38 rebate for each additional unit with 
Power View. Limitations and restrictions apply. Ask for details. Now is the time to take advantage of some major credits and rebates. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades are amazing and available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today and let their experts help you through every step of the process. Or check them out online at littleblindspot.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Sing it with me. The Little Blind Spot. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1. This is your place for entertainment, and this is your place for all things Britney Spears. Oh, yes. Tattoo time. Them knives were real. Yeah, she's giving herself her own tattoo times. Uh, Well, she was giving herself a timeout because remember how yesterday I laugh. It's not funny because like knives and hurting yourself are not funny. Or your animals. Well, we'll get to that in a moment. But first, um, we saw a video yesterday and we talked about Brittany playing with some knives. It was very it was very out of context. I mean, the dancing is not out of context for Britney, totally normal. But dancing with knives seemed a little hinky, especially because we'd been previously alerted to the fact uh, through uh, gossip and innuendo that uh, she was it was advised to not have knives around her, that maybe she had a fascination with knives. Yeah. So this just seemed to reaffirm that. And then she kind of like got she realized that people got freaked out about it because, you know, she was like, don't worry, guys, these aren't real knives. Um, well, yeah, turns out they were. We, and here's we knew why. It. Because one of the videos that followed showed her with a bandaged wrist. And a little bandage on her leg, too, right? Or a little something, a little cut. Well, there's like a little mark on her leg that they attributed to perhaps her cutting herself and the bandage, of course, this all comes... Oh, there's also a bruise on her, mm-hmm. which I don't know where the bruise came from. Knives. But this was all brought to us by TMZ, who, of course, is out to make her look as... Bad as possible. Unhinged as humanly possible. But I will say, it's a little problematic, don't you think? <laughs> it's very problematic. Now, what I want to believe in all of this is that Brittany is fully aware of all of these things, and she just to just for publicity does all these things on purpose and that it's all calculated. God, I want, I want that to be true. And then at some day she will reveal and go, you guys actually, I'm totally okay. It's not, it hasn't been a prank. I just want to let you know that I'm completely capable and you all are dumb. I want a pony. I want a pony. Yeah. You think she's going to say at the end and we go, well, no, I'm saying girl, I want a pony. You want that to be true. (laughs) Just be, at the end, she goes, I want a pony. And then it just erases no, everything she just said. That's my shorthand for I would like great things to happen in my life too, <laughs> oh, but well, they're not going to. Okay. Because right. because what, what, what you're suggesting is that all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. She, this has been a ruse. Now look, I think she has played us before on social media because she knows the media's fascination with her. And for that, I am here and I applaud it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think we what we see with our own eyes is also true. And we live in an age, <laughs> I'm going to keep it brief and uh, non-political. We live in an age when, you know, there, even in celebrity world where people, like we just saw it with Danny Masterson. We just saw it with, you know, Kevin Spacey. There are people who are trying to convince us that what we're seeing with our own eyes is not true. Oh, right. Right? And it's not that I think Brittany is not capable of taking care of herself. I just uh, I just wanted it to be true. I just think that both things are probably true. One, I don't think she's playing us for fools. And two, I think that Maybe we're playing ourselves for fools. I don't know. But keep knives away from her. That's what I do know. Yeah, we were pretty shocked and terrified. Mike even almost got sick because he hates the sight of blood. Mike was watching the videos and he gets really creeped out by the sight of blood and that. And you thought... If she cuts herself, I'm he going just, down. His, his brain just went there. Like, my what brain could goes happen? There. It's bad. And after seeing the bandages, then all of a sudden it all came back again. Oh, and I was no. like, oh, is this is what faint? happened. Oh. No, I'm fine now. Okay. I saw right. the picture earlier today and I was okay. able to get over it. You we can call Granton if you need okay. to go down. If you're going to go down, give us a heads up. Because <laughs> we're going right. to need someone to run the show. Oh. You know what else I really want in this video? Um, this is oh, a God. Dancing with Knives video and you can go to her Instagram and see it. Not a pony. I want to just pan to the right a little bit so we can see the rest of the mess that's over to the side. She has a big ring light, ring light, maybe a shirt on the floor. She has some other crap on the side. I want to see what else is over there. Yeah. Like, what is the rest of her I, kitchen? I, this is like a lobby of a hotel. You know what else? That's how big her house is. I, in addition to that, I just want to, like, spend the day with her. I have thought this so many times. I'm like, I just oh, no. want what? You've thought so many times you want to spend the day with Brittany. Yes. For all of the coverage that I have done on this woman, I just want to be there for a day. I want to know for uh, the truth, right? You will like know this, the truth, apparently. Right? Yeah. I, I want to be there to see what goes down in a day from the moment she wakes up until the moment she rests her. I'm sorry. I get Pretty emotional. little head. Very talented head on a pillow. Yeah. Well, I don't think that's going to happen. You want a pony. That's what you're supposed yeah, to say. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I, I want a I was, pony. I was getting there. I was getting there. But, well, you know. we got there in the end. That's fine. Well, Brittany, take care, dear. When we come back, Dawn is going to interpret some dreams for us. Yes. They do call her the Dreamweaver. And we'll do that when we return right here on My Talk 1071. Uh, hey, My Talkers. Ooh. It's Ooh. Bradley here. Ooh. And it's Don. <laughs> and we're here with a special deal just for you from our friends at Timu. Yes, they actually heard us talking about them. They're like, do you really want to talk about us? And they said, we'll give you a code 
where you can actually give listeners a $100 coupon bundle. Yes, it's that easy. Just download the Timu app, enter the code TIMU2023 in the search bar for a $100 coupon bundle and free shipping, Dawn. It's just amazing. You just put in that code. It's special for us, and you will get all that stuff. Anytime I want to shop for something, I always look on Timu first because I'm like, why do I want to pay 10 times more for maybe the same thing? It's great stuff. Think of right now, this time of year, Halloween stuff, holiday decor of all kinds, fall fashions too, Dawn. Enter that Timu 2023 code in the search bar to get your $100 coupon bundle. And tell them Bradley and Dawn sent you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 107.1. Everything Entertainment. It's 1.30 on Wednesday, which means I'm going to interpret some dreams. Why you tell me about your dreams? I was back in high school, and I was supposed to take a test. I was naked at work again. I was driving my car, and I couldn't control it. Then, I fell off a cliff with Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you know what this dream means? Dreamweaver Dawn. Dreamweaver Dawn. Dawn, you ready to interpret some dreamies? Yes, I am. Fabulous. Listeners send us dreams. Dawn interprets them because she has all the magical powers. And you can participate by sending in your own dream interpretation. She'll tell you more about that in a moment. Here we go. Let's start with a dream from Jen. Hi, Dawn. I'm on a cruise ship. Oh, lucky Jen. The ship turns over, oops, and starts to sink. That's not good. My cabin fills up and I start drowning. My cabin fills up and I start drowning. Oh, Oh. she must have really, that must have been a repeat dream. (laughs) Yes, okay. All right, Jen, this is about, you have to think of what organization are you involved in where you're Mm. overwhelmed. Scientology. Okay. You could be a part of a church where you're overwhelmed. Okay. Or a a job can be a large organization. Because when you're talking about a ship or any type of a large vehicle, uh, you're talking about an organization. And then water is conscious life experiences, and you feel like that you're drowning. It means that you're being overwhelmed by your conscious life. Ooh, so that is basically what it is. It's Thank you for making it so short and sweet because it's very easy to interpret that way. But you're not drowning, okay? Your, your soul is just giving you a heads up like this is what's going on, and, and we can solve this and fix it. You're sure it's not just that she really should be booking a cruise? <laughs> no, it isn't. If you do want to book a cruise, Jen, let me know. Uh, okay, Don. Probably um, doesn't now. Well, but I would really hope that she would not. It's not hold about a cruise. That against the industry of cruising. No, because it's a love. It's she a shouldn't. pastime. And when I'm on a cruise, I don't ever sink. Okay. And actually, you know, people will not do things like cruise because they'll have a dream like this or get on an airplane because they had a dream about a plane crashing. Just live your life. Yeah. The writing's on the wall. Great. Do you want another dream? Yeah. Okay. So, Jen, you're welcome. If that rang true to you, let Dawn know and she'll take a victory lap. Rena's got a dream for you, honey. (laughs) Yes. You ready? Yes. Rena says, hey, Dawn. I was going to the bathroom in a public place. Oh, not sure which store, if that matters. <laughs> I love the idea that, like, it was a Toys R Us. <laughs> oh, no, not oh. the Toys R Us. If you poop in a Toys R Us, <laughs> some stuff's going to go down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Rena. I'm, sorry. I'm not making was, fun of you. It was Kohl's. Yeah, if it was Kohl's, that means there's cash coming your way. 
But if you pooped, if you pooped at a Bed Bath and Beyond, well, that's bad because they're out of business, honey. Don't leave your house for two days. <laughs> okay, get back all right. On sorry, track Rena. Here. I'm going back. I'm going back, Rena. Yeah. Rena says, I was going to the bathroom in a public place. Not sure which store. I didn't lock the door. A man entered. Oh, God. And, uh, well, let's just say sexually assaulted her. Mm-hmm. Wow. I didn't yeah. see his face. This got serious. Mm-hmm. Please tell me what this disturbing dream means. Oh, these these are good, Dawn, because people have disturbing dreams. And then, like all you the said, time. they take it on personally. Yes, yes. So this is all about uh, when you're going to the bathroom in a dream, you are trying to eliminate unwanted thoughts that you have. So you have some intrusive thoughts while you're just trying to not go to the bathroom, but within your day, like you find yourself a lot trying to fight all of these thoughts. It could be putting yourself down or second guessing yourself or whatever it is. But the man actually rep- represents your subconscious mind. And there's something that you need to be receiving from your subconscious mind. And it has to do with creation. So you're fighting the creation of something. And there must be something going on in your life where you feel like change is being forced upon you. Okay. Okay. So you need to listen to yourself and try to get rid of those thoughts and also realize that you got to go with the flow and whatever needs to be created from this, take joy in that. Okay. That's a long, that's a, that's a much more positive. It is. It's just pooping at a Walmart. (laughs) Yes. Um, so what does that mean again? Going to the bathroom okay, so in public? That um, that means um, you're eliminating unwanted thoughts. Okay, you're trying to get rid of all those so things you thing, don't actually. need in your day. Yeah. Sometimes you dream like I would dream about doing that in the middle of an airport, like in the middle of the airport. Um, I ha- actually had that once in an airport. Yeah. But I was like covered from the like, but I was still like. Mm-hmm. going to the bathroom yeah but i was covered so you couldn't see it but mm-hmm. i was still like i can't this is really weird there was something that happened during your day in that instance yeah. where you felt like you were maybe a little bit too honest with someone Ooh, okay and then that Good made you know. yeah so anyway all right well thanks there you go rena and rena i bet you feel better about that now yeah. nicole has a dream for you dawn mm-hmm. Nicole says, hey, Dawn, I was swimming in a shallow body of water with many other people. Some I knew, some I didn't. I reached down, felt a tiny, flat, smooth stone about the size of a kernel of corn. When I picked it up and looked closer, there was an entire city etched into that. Wow. You could only see it, though, in the sunlight. Those I was with couldn't see it either. I brought it to someone who studies artifacts and they knew you could open it and there would be some kind of ancient text and a map carved inside. Oh but I kept losing the stone and having to refine it throughout the dream. Oh my gosh, I love this dream I so much. I want to watch this movie. Wow, I love the dream so much, Nicole. So this stone is actually, that is actually, um, it's a part of your subconscious mind, but specifically it's something that you think you haven't identified. But since it's a stone, it's actually your will. All right. So you know that you have a strong will. And if you want to do something, you get it done. Your soul is reflecting that to you. And the fact that it has a city etched on it um, means that that is a pattern of thinking. So you're recognizing that you can you can want something. You can create patterns to get what you want. And it's a really cool thing. You also have your own self coming to meet you to show you that you've done this. 
time and time again, maybe in past lives. Mm. So this is like the archaeologist is you going, look at the history of you doing this, or maybe it's just this lifetime. Over and over again, you've been able to do this, and it's special, and it's unique, and it's magical. So, Nicole, harness that will. Yeah, do it. Get a pony. And write that movie, because I would like to watch The Little Stone, and then you open it, and oh my God, it was you all along. It's so great. Yeah, no, I love it. Now, you said you had a piece of feedback. Oh, yes. I actually have one more dream, because I told oh. um I told. Oh, I didn't Liz see that there. That Liz. I would get to hers Let's as well. get to Liz's. Yes. Okay. Liz sent the following. Dear Dawn, my daughter starts high school today. Last night, I had a dream I was sleeping in my bedroom, and she woke me up in the middle of the night. She said she just snuck out with friends and was coming home. I told her she was going to be in big trouble and it's not safe to do that. Next, our priest walked into my bedroom. That's awkward. And started talking to her. Where was he the whole time? Anyway, I've heard you say dreams aren't about the people in them. So I have no idea what this means. Please help. Okay, Liz. So your daughter is actually something that you, your daughter is not your daughter. This is a new idea that you had this is an idea that you had a long time ago that you actually put into action and you formed this thing that you do. OK, so that is what you're dreaming about. And then you have um, the part of yourself that's sort of your inner authority that's trying to manage all of that. So this is this is one of your creations that you're trying to manage. It could be a business that you started or, or, or something like that. And then you have um, the priest that comes in, which this is an awareness that you have a super conscious mind because people talk a lot about the subconscious mind, which is our, you know, that's that's the feedback that we're getting from our soul. That's just kind of right there. And then you have the super conscious, which is our it's our connection to the creator or if it's for you, you're the creator and you created yourself when you came down here, whatever. It doesn't really doesn't have anything to do with religion, per se. It just has to do with whatever creator that you see. So you're recognizing that to manage this thing that you created, you're going to have to call in that super conscious mind that you have. It's a deep thing where, you know, all the reasons why you're here is a soul which is very heavy and deep, yeah, that's but a there's a way to get through whatever it is that you're trying to reprimand yourself for. All right. Um, that was pretty deep. Now, uh, before you give us some feedback, I know, uh, or I know listeners are going to want to find out how they can have a dream interpretation. Yes. Now, just to let you know, I am, I just did dreams that people sent me on the 31st of August. That's how much I'm, not behind, but I have to. I like to do them in order. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it'll be about a so month. It's going to be a while. Yes. Send them to uh, go to our website and find my email on our show links page and put dream in the title. And then, yeah. And, right. and keep it short and yep. sweet. Keep like, it short and sweet. You don't have to add a bunch of details. Um, just keep it to one paragraph. Sum up your dream for me. And what else do you want to share? Um, I wanted to share that I really enjoyed doing this. Oh, okay. I thought you said you had something else you wanted to feedback or something. Oh, oh, somebody gave me some feedback because you're always asking for that. So oh. here is a, here is an email about feedback. It said, your Wednesday dream from the week before last, reading about the car describes my dreams exactly. And it totally makes sense how you explained it. I've lost a bunch of weight, but mentally I don't see it. Awesome. So I interpreted a dream where somebody had keys to a car and they couldn't find it. Mm. You remember that? Yeah. So the car is the body. 
in a dream. So that's why it meant so something to her. The feedback, of course, was that it resonated with her. Listeners, let us know if the feedback Dawn gives does resonate with you. And when we come back, we have to discuss the biggest story in pop culture today. And that's, of course, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Uh, apparently, a few years back, he talked about a deal breaker when he's dating a girl. We'll find out what that deal breaker is right here on My Talk 1071. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my friends at Alight. Uh, I've been telling you about the work Alight has been doing around the world. In fact, in over 20 countries, meeting families. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You've been displaced by conflict, violence, climate change, and sadly more. The next stop, though, on our global tour is Thailand, which is the location, by the way, of Alight's very first humanitarian response 44 years ago along the Thai-Cambodian border. Today, Alight's team is focused on Thailand's border with Myanmar. Every year, malaria takes many lives around the world. In Southeast Asia, drug-resistant malaria is becoming a problem. But Alight's team is working with migrants that are displaced. Uh, in fact, it, this is a very challenging uh, area of the world to work in because the treatment for malaria is very complicated. Alight is meeting people, though, where they are, helping migrants and refugees successfully complete their treatment for malaria. To learn more about this work and how you can support it, head to wearealight.org today. Welcome back to Taylor Swift Radio. Actually, it's my talk, 107.1. We talk about entertainment, and of course, the biggest story out there is Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey from the Kansas City Chiefs. Quift is what we call them. If you don't know who we are, we're Bradley and Dawn. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, this story is just balloon. I mean, it has legs in a way that so little. I really it's like truly an octopus. think it has that so many legs. we are probably going to get T-shirts in the mail. Like the federal government's going to send every home <laughs> Quift T-shirts yeah. because everybody is just on this story. Like the COVID shot people are going to be like hey the cdc is going to be like yeah cdc recommends that you you listen to the taylor's new album and watch all of travis kelsey's games now that's not what i want to talk about yet although we will in the third hour talk about some marketing that's gone awry as far as i'm concerned but but wait there's more you have some audio of Travis talking about, mm, well, dating in general yeah. and specifically something that he considers a deal breaker. There's actually, I found a longer clip. Okay. So it involves several deal breakers. So he was on Watch What Happens Live in 2016, whenever his reality show Catching Kelsey came out. He had a dating show yep. at that time yep. on E. All these people who thought he just popped up onto the scene are like, oh, he actually. Wait a minute. He's been he's a hot been thing for a while. Yeah. So he's on Watch What Happens Live and uh, Ramona Singer was on from Real Housewives of New York and Andy Cohen. So Ramona is asking Travis Kelsey deal breaker questions about just like what's a deal breaker for you in when you're dating? 
And since Travis is about to start in a dating show, I want to get a little preview of how it might go with the help of a noted single lady, Ramona. Here's what, Travis, Ramona has some questions about what your dating deal breakers might be. Okay, Ramona. All right, you ready? Yeah. So, is it a deal breaker if a girl won't sleep with you after the third date? The third date. I feel like that's like the that's the breaker right there. So that it? Right. Th three dates. That's like. Oh. That's if you don't like, have sex the third date, that that's it. You you won't. I mean, I don't want to. I want to say a deal breaker, but I mean, it's like it's like it, it's a deal breaker. What did you really put some you? questions in there? <laughs> okay. Very very classy gentleman. I, I didn't say you weren't. Those okay. first those first two dates are top Black. of the line dates. Yes. <laughs> and then that third one's kind of like a relaxed. Right. I'll take a breath. Is it a deal breaker if a girl has fake boobs? I don't think so. I mean, um, as long as she's comfortable and very confident in what she what she looks so. like and and how she looks, I mean, I'm uh, I'm all for it. I like that answer. Of course, yeah. I'm for scared. Yeah. Oh, this is like a. T uh, I'm a little embarrassed to ask this question, but I'm going to ask it. Looks, my daughter is here. But okay, is it a deal breaker if a girl if a girl doesn't like to give oral sex? She whispers it. Ah. Sounds like a deal, deal breaker to me. <laughs> I think it would be. I agree. Oh, Ramona agrees. Oh, Ramona. Oh, no. well, as long as you give it. What? Okay. Is it a deal breaker? <laughs> as long as you give it. Is it a deal breaker if a girl is obsessed with taking selfies? Uh, yeah, that's definitely a deal breaker. That's uh, that's too much. You can't be just snapping all all yes. day just just yeah, straight it's, selfies. It's no good. <laughs> Oh my God! Let's discuss. I'm a little discuss. concerned because this now says a lot. Let's discuss. There were four topics brought up. Well, first one being sex on the third date. So that would indicate that they have had the they've done the nasty because if you believe the tabloids, right? Uh -huh. They've met frequently over the past few months. Right now, the public though, if they're not reading the tabloids, what they're claiming what he's claiming like on his podcast is that he asked her to come to a chief's game she came to the chief's game and that's it so that's technically their first date so i think people after hearing this will be counting like the second date and they'll be like yeah the I mean, third day they watch they're the, doing watch what it. happens live from 10 years ago well i think this is going around though because yeah. i mean they are digging up everything about him anytime he's ever like you know they're tracking his Target purchases, probably. Somebody's going through going, uh-oh, he bought some he bought some stuff. All right, so that was the first one, third date. And then the next one was, what was the second fake one? Fake boobs. Oh, fake boobs. That's a, such a dumb, like, Is, that's what, like, deal breaker would imply, like, you're dating someone and then something happens. You find out. I don't think if you, if you didn't like fake boobs, oh, like, you found out the... Like you didn't know. Like you just, like well, I'm sorry, but most of the time you're gonna know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. You know, sometimes people don't just have them out on display. So you kind of find out maybe on that third date that they're not real, and then you're like, I just like a natural girl. Yeah, I don't it know. seems really shallow and superficial. But to his credit, he said that wasn't a deal breaker. This was his best answer for sure. It was the best PR answer he could give, which is as long as she's comfortable with herself and confident and likes the way she looks. That's a great answer. Yeah. So we the were other one's not him. not so great. <laughs> well, he didn't know he was going to date Taylor Swift in ten years. Exactly, which is why you know that's why this careful. is so much fun, and that's what. You know, to your point, people are digging everything up now. Everybody are, is going back to read the tea leaves, which is what makes all this hilarious because they're doing the math like, oh, 
if he said this this many years ago, this applies to Taylor Swift. So, therefore, <laughs> they must have had sex. Right? right, right. And then the most important question of the bunch that made the headlines was her asking, is it a deal breaker if a girl doesn't give oral sex? And his answer was, it seems like a deal breaker to me. Yeah. So, unfortunately, because that's out there, everybody has some images in their mind. Yeah, great. Great. I don't know if her PR team loves this part. Well, I just, you know, again, that's just where, I don't know, everybody's going to react however they want with this story. Actually, her PR team is probably like, it's fine. We just dealt with with Matt Healy. You know what I mean? Because that was the worst of all. Like, regardless of what you think about her exes, uh, like John Mayer or Jake Gyllenhaal and whatever. Well, it was here's, really just like I, how in old is Taylor them. Swift? She's 32, yeah. I think, right? I, I, I just want to like alert everyone or, to the reality. She has sex. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. Ooh. Like, I think that's what's hilarious about all this is like, there's this idea that she sort of hovers above all yeah, of the things that normal humans do. Mm-hmm. But she's just a human like everybody else. She really is. And I think since it's so like, you know, parents will bring their young daughters to concerts. People want to put a label on it. And it's just like, you know, she's not putting it out there that this is like she, she doesn't work for Disney is what I'm saying. You know, so yeah. no, she works for Taylor Swift LLC. Like mm-hmm. she is a machine and a brand. And there is this sort of the way we treat women in general in this culture is like they have to be like completely Chased. bloody or completely chaste right <laughs> yes. so like you're either the virgin mary or you're mary magdalene that's right um and so i think the same is true like taylor swift is supposed to play the role of the nun like she, you know the most sacred female she's not allowed to be a human female with thoughts and feelings and desires right well we're sensible people and he however says nasty things like you know nasty. he's gonna have sex and do things, <laughs> right? Well, and, I mean, and people will be busy digging up all sorts of things because that's just the way it is. Like, she can do no wrong. Clearly, there must be something wrong with him. Oh, yeah. In fact, um, we're going to talk about that later in the show, too, because there are some people that are already digging into his past and trying to come up with dirt. I mean, this, yeah, this is kind of one of those dirty things if you can find anything about him at all. But, yeah, somebody's claiming some things. So I, the next question was about someone who takes too many selfies. So I'm looking at her Instagram right now, trying to see Oh, Taylor takes tons selfies. of selfies. But, she totally t- takes but selfies. But I think, again, that isn't, isn't that different than, like, you're just dating a random person who's, like, constantly taking selfies? I think Taylor gets a pass is my point. Yeah, she sure does. That's exactly right. We don't well, have time to get into the story about this ex-girlfriend that they're digging up dirt on, but I will say she has been talking. Yeah. And we can... We'll talk talk about that next hour. We can probably shove that. Yeah, in. yeah. We've got that plus a bunch of marketing crap that's going on, you guys. Mm-hmm. Most importantly, in the next segment, I'm very excited because a friend of mine has uh, arrived. He is waiting to join us, Dawn, mm-hmm. to give us all of his advice, all of his tips and tricks on pickleball. That's right. We're going to have some pickleball tips and tricks for Project Down and Dirty when we come back right here on My Talk 1071.